Annabella Graham couldn't decide who Jolly Roger Connor most resembled. Ernest Hemingway, Walt Whitman, Karl Marx, or Santa Claus. Balanced atop his large and leonine head was a red felt Christmas hat with green holly leaf trim and a white tassel dangling from the peaked tip. This, added to his expansive girth, snow white hair, and beard, voluminous red shorts, and a t shirt reading, Xmas Marks the Spot, Pirates Cove Marina and Watering Hole, St. Lucia, tipped the scales in favor of Santa. However, the man stood behind a long mahogany and bamboo bar polishing a martini glass which seriously diminished the warm and fuzzy feel normally associated with the jolly old elf. Seated at the aforementioned bar and beachside eatery, Belle, as her friends called her, and her husband, Roscoe Polycrates, had just been served two very colorful tropical drinks by the s claus slash whippin slash mark slash hemingway esque owner of the establishment. That fact, combined with the weather, view, and ambience, an eighty-five-degree afternoon gracing the limpid Asia waters of Marigot Bay, and a sound system jingling Christmas carols, steel band style, rather than the chilly riffs concerning snow and reindeer that always signified Yuletide in Bell and Roscoe's native New England, curtailed the candidacies of Whitman and Marx, as well as Santa Claus. As far as Bell knew, those men had not been given to winter holidays lolling on a palm tree dotted sand spit, snorkeling gear close by, rum drinks in hand, and pleasure craft at the ready, which brought her to Papa Hemingway and the Key Largo-slash-old-man-in-the-sea vision that kept dancing like coconut-covered sugar plums in her head. Yep, eat em up, they did. Connor now insisted in a dramatic and piratey tone that had a fair amount of Ireland in its subtler shadings. Just like that. For emphasis, he snapped his chubby fingers, and an Amazon green parrot, waddling around on a driftwood perch beside the bar, added a loud and bossy, Bottoms up, mateys! as if the statement had been cause for a toast. In fact, many of Pirate's Cove's patrons polished off what was left of their two-for-one happy hour drinks upon hearing the bird's pronouncement. It was becoming clear to Bell that Connor was no slouch when it came to a larger-than-life personality, and that he relished having a captive audience, in this case, a couple from Newcastle, Massachusetts, recently arrived in fair game for tall tales or fish tales or yarns of ancient daring do. What do you mean, ate them up? Bell asked. Just what I said, my honey-haired maiden. Connor's voice boomed, his broad forearm traced an expansive sweep. Cannibals they was, cannibals for good or ill. Of course, this was nearly four hundred years ago. A good hundred years after the good senior Chris Columbus discovered our little island of St. Lucia. He leaned across the bar, bringing his nose within a foot of Bell's, then lowered his voice into a rumbling drawl. The British settlers landed in 1605. Sixty-seven of them they was, and only nineteen escaped. The Caribs killed the rest of them, and had them for dinner. Yum, yum, yum. That's horrible. Aye, that is, my little miss, and it gets worse. Cause in 1638, another party of English came over from St. Kitsway. Pretty spot this, they says to themselves. Pleasing terrain, mountain mists, good for growing comestibles. Sugar cane, plantains, etc., etc. But they met with the very same fate. People stew! Stick that in your pipe and smoke it, all ye landlubbers! Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, Roger, stop. You'll be scaring these nice people. The woman speaking had just entered from the tile covered veranda. Dressed island style in flip flops and a batik sundress, she was carrying a damp towel and snorkel and fins in one hand. With the other, she pulled off her dark glasses extended her hand and smiled.
It was a bright and cheerful expression, full of warmth and welcome. I'm Elaine. This is my husband, Joe. Joe also smiled in greeting. He was similarly equipped and had a picnic cooler he just carried from the dinghy tied to the end of the pier. That's our boat out there. He pointed further into the harbor to a white-hulled sailboat newly moored there. We've been snorkeling in Anne's Cachon. Joe and Elaine, interjected Roger with another theatrical and all-inclusive gesture. They spent so much time in St. Lucia, they've become honorary Lucians. Ask anyone hereabouts.